Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 29th of November. The Prime Minister is appealing for calm after two cases of the new COVID variant, Omicron, were detected in Australia. Health experts say they will keep monitoring 260 passengers and crew on a flight that landed in Sydney over the weekend after two people on that plane tested positive to the new strain. The two, who are fully vaccinated and were asymptomatic, are now in special health accommodation and isolating for 14 days. The other affected passengers and crew have been told to get tested and also isolate for 14 days. Australia is the latest country to detect the highly transmissible new strain which originated in South Africa. Cases have also been reported in a number of other countries, including the UK, Netherlands, Denmark, Israel, Germany and Italy. Both the New South Wales and Victorian governments have announced all international arrivals in both states will have to spend 72 hours in home isolation, while the federal government says any travellers entering the country from a number of African nations will now have to go into hotel quarantine. Here is the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison. This is not like it was back in in February and March of 2020. We now have good knowledge, good advice. The uncertainties are not like they used to be. We have good systems which have been proven, which is demonstrated by one of the lowest fatality rates, strongest economies and highest vaccination rates in the world. While international medical experts believe Omicron is more transmissible, it's not yet known if the new variant causes more serious health complications or leads to higher rates of hospitalisation and deaths. Australian Medical Association President Dr Omar Korshad says we need to take this seriously. We must be careful. We must assume that this virus is as dangerous as it looks uh, because if we go the other way and uh, just take the chance and hope that in fact it's not too serious, Uh, by the time you realise it is a problem, it's actually rampant throughout the community. In some good news, pharmaceutical giant Pfizer has confirmed if this new variant is resistant to current vaccines, it could have a new updated version manufactured and distributed within 100 days. There are concerns the new variant will have a major impact on thousands of businesses already struggling with concerns over further COVID restrictions in Australia. Travel agents have seen a 90% decrease in inquiries following the news of Omicron in South Africa. Dean Long from the Australian Federation of Travel Agents says it's because people don't trust governments to keep borders open. Unfortunately, at the moment, there's no variation between domestic and international, and that's because clients don't have any faith in government's frameworks at the moment. They've got to rebuild that trust with the public and rebuild that trust with the industry. Meantime, genomic sequencing is underway to determine if the Omicron variant has spread to the Northern Territory. A passenger who arrived in Darwin from South Africa is now being tested. It comes as the Delta outbreak in the Territory has now risen to 56 cases, with a number of new infections detected in Robinson. River and Catherine. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To New South Wales and thousands of residents in the state's Hunter region and northwest are still on flood alert with major rivers set to peak. Our reporter Hamish Finlay has the latest. Well, Tash, all eyes are on Maitland today where the Hunter River is set to peak this morning, causing minor flooding. A number of roads are already cut off while low-lying farmland is underwater. Near Singleton, an evacuation order remains in place for a number of communities. The river peaked there just under the major flood 
flood level, sparing the town from a disaster. Authorities are enjoying a reprieve from the rain today. However, more wet weather is forecast over the coming days. And now to the south coast of New South Wales and a man has spent the night behind bars after a horrifying hostage situation. It's alleged the masked man, armed with weapons, walked along local streets firing his gun a number of times in a small fishing town near Wollongong. Our reporter Michaela Savage has the details from Sydney. Good morning, Tosh. Terrifying scenes out of Windang, south of Wollongong yesterday with police caught the reports of a masked man firing shots at a number of cars and pedestrians. It's alleged the 40-year-old barricaded himself inside a dive shop where there were two workers inside, one able to escape, the other taken hostage. Police were able to engage the uh, 40-year-old man and it was through those conversations that he then subsequently released the only other uh, employee from the shop. New South Wales Southern Region Commander Assistant Commissioner Joe Cassett there. The alleged gunman has been charged with a string of offences. To face court today, his motive is still unknown. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, this new variant is already having a major impact on confidence and the markets with COVID. And how is this latest development set to affect not only our overall economy, but our recovery from the restrictions and lockdowns? Yeah, let's talk about the economy first. And basically, it put question marks over how quickly the economy opens up. I've been predicting a big boom year for 2022. This could easily slow it down if any lockdowns or restrictions come out of it. At the moment, the stock market always tries to anticipate the worst of things when things go wrong, and our market is expected to be down 100 points today. But it will take some time to work out just how threatening this new variant will be, and that will determine both the stock market and the economy going forward. Absolutely. Now, we've already heard a lot of news about these supply issues for many retailers, and we're set to face more problems in the lead up to Christmas and into the new year. That's right. So shop early and often might be a good tip for Christmas present buyers with David Jones, the nation's second biggest department store, and the retailers in its stable country road and witchery all facing shipping delays from China already of up to a month threatening stocks for Christmas. The Australian newspaper says this is the latest in a string of warnings from Australian companies about supply chain issues in the lead up to the holiday period. And how extraordinary were the Black Friday sales over the weekend and now they're being deemed bigger than the Boxing Day sales? Yeah, up-to-date data from Buy Now Pay Later Business ZipPay showed a 52% jump in spending on its platform of 2.9 million users compared to the previous four weeks. And the National Retailers Association is predicting that the Black Friday sales, which actually cuts across four days, will generate $5.6 billion in retail sales, and that's an 8% rise on last year. Extraordinary. Thanks so much, Peter. Cheers. Sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett. The battle to replace Tim Payne as Aussie wicketkeeper in the Ashes squad is down to two. Yes, good morning, Tash. That's right. Alex Carey put his glove up yesterday, an irresistible case to be selected, clubbing a century for South Australia in a losing effort uh, against Queensland. Of course, Tim Payne no longer the captain or the wicketkeeper of the Aussie side, and the Ashes isn't too far away. Payne, of course, on a mental health break uh, after that sexting scandal. Here is Aussie assistant coach Andrew 
McDonald, who says, along with Kerry, there's an option out west. We've obviously got Josh Inglis in camp with us at the moment, so he starved the match opportunities. Alex Kerry um, was named in the Australia Race squad as a keeper as well. So, um, yeah, they've got some options. Now, we're due to have an intra-squad hit out uh, in the middle of this week in Brisbane, but we'll see if the weather gods are kind to the Aussie cricket team. And we have a new boxing world champion after a stunning upset in New York. And his name is George Combosis Jr., who is waking up a world champion. The Aussie boxer pulled off a major upset, beating Teofimo Lopez via split decision to become the unified lightweight champion. There were multiple belts on the line. Uh, both fighters were knocked down. It was uh, Lopez who hit the canvas first, and then Combosis Jr. in the 10th round looked uh, all on, uh, out of uh, legs, but managed to rise up off the canvas and claimed a stunning win, and he's certainly talking up the achievement. I'm the greatest fighter in Australian history, and that's no disrespect. I've got all the, the belts. Australian fighter in history. On main event there, I dare say there will be a rematch on the cards. Absolutely, and gosh, the Wallabies can't take a trick at the moment. Brett, three players have now tested positive for COVID in England. Yeah, we have actually 11 players in the Barbarian squad, which is due to face a Samoa. That's now been cancelled. And Dave Rennie was the coach as well. Now, three of them have uh, contracted COVID. Rugby Australia not saying uh, who exactly they are. And another six members of that Barbarian squad have now also reportedly tested positive. So uh, there's a lot more to come from that. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Brett. Thanks, Tash. A new research shows up to one in five Australians says they're keen to keep working from home or at least for part of the week as more businesses continue to reopen. The CSIRO looked at data from the NBN census and ABS and it also found more people are moving from the city to regional Australia after the lockdowns. With people working remotely, increasing in areas like the Southern Highlands and Byron Bay in New South Wales, and Queensland's Sunshine Coast. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener.